You're listening to Bellwethers podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Bellwethers podcast and today we have someone very special, Bonnie Andrews, the CEO and founder of LiveJam, uh, who actually puts in his uh, in his business card as chief dreamer uh, rather than CEO. So that, uh, we'll be talking about that sooner because I'm going to tell you a story of how I met Bonnie Andrews. Um, it, it was in 2012 that we first met at uh, a break-free tour that was organized by Live Jam all over through the schools of the city of Cochin in Kerala. And we met there in 2012 and over the years, uh, we actually met again. While I was going through one of the worst phases of my life, I went to Live Jam Finale and I heard uh, I heard a story about a guy named Jason James who was sharing a story. And, and that's how I met my mentor and that's how I came to know a lot more about Live Jam. So that is the basic, uh, a small prelude to the story of how I met Bonnie Andrews, but we'll be looking to more than that. Speaking about Bonnie Andrews, Bonnie Andrews is a C- CEO and chief dreamer of Live Jam and Transform Cities, a global movement that is panning from Asia to the Americas. It started in 2005 in a village in Trivandrum, in a small city school in Trivandrum, which is now actually a movement that has been spread out to countries. And he's also also the executive producer of the New York Blessing that was released recently uh, during the pandemic. So he's been in New York for the last almost one year. And we are going to hear a lot more about him, a lot of stories. And and I'm going to tell you, it's more than this. This is the least I could tell about him, but there's a lot more that you are going to know about him and you're going to know how much of a person Bonnie Andrews, Andrews and how his vision and his dream is actually influencing the youth and all those people around him. So welcome, Bonnie Andrews, to the Belvedere's podcast. Matthew, what an honor to be on the show. This is amazing. Thank you for sharing the story. I keep telling people you can count the number of seeds in an apple, but you can never count the number of apples that will come out of a seed. And look at, look at what God has done in your life from a place you were depressed to be a guy that is hosting a podcast that is spreading the message of hope to millions and thousands of people around the world. Come on, God bless you. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you so much. Yes, it's it's my honor to have you over here, and it's so much joy. And you know, we, we have. We, I was like, there was there was a lot of a lot, lot of issues in between, so I was like figuring out who to get on the first episode. So almost a month and a half back, so I was uh, I actually got the idea. What about let's take Bonnie Andrew? So I thought big. So I okay. I, what, what if someone who changed my life? What if I actually bring him on the inaugural session of my podcast? And I was like, oh, that's going to be really legendary. And yes, thank you so much for being here. And in, in in the midst of your busy schedules, in the midst of your tight schedules and everything, you still freed us some time for this podcast. And I am so happy and I am so thrilled for this session. So are you ready? So are you ready? Come on, bring it, bring it on, bro. Come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, like I was telling the story about Live Jam. So here is this one. So from 2005 to 2020, Live Jam has merged from what was just a small gathering in the city of Trivandrum to a global movement that's from Asia now to the Americas. So now you are in New York and from Delhi, from Trivandrum to Delhi, from to New York. So it's been a long journey. So how do you see this change? And how do you see that li- the vision of Live Jam changed from 2005 all the way through 2020? And how did you accommodate this change? Well, well, uh, Matthew, I just got to go back to a little bit of my personal story. I was born and raised in, a, in Trivandrum City, which is one of the cities... Uh, Right at the tip of India, if you go a little further, you you know you, you fall into the ocean, right? So yeah. right from Trivandrum, I was born and raised up in a in an alcoholic home. My dad was an alcoholic. 
uh, you know, um, in 1993, my mom was suspected of terminal cancer. We were like in the in the downward spiral of anybody's life. And, you know, faith was not part of our life. We were never going to church. You know, we thought that we could do it. We had, you know, we were more like moving in the society. And that's when we hit, you know, we hit a wall. And that's a time uh, when, uh, uh, you know, some of our business friends came home and started sharing about Jesus and shared about hope. And that's when we, you know, we saw this change happen. Next time my mom went for her checkup, they couldn't find what they suspected as cancer. God healed my mom. I had a personal change in my life seeing all this happen. And my dad looked at me and said, if, uh, you know, if, if my wife could be faking it, but my son, if I see the change in my son, uh, I, I'm going to change as well. So that ripple effect uh, changed that started off from my whole family. My brother, my, you know, started off with our family, friends, business friends. And that's really the story behind everything that we do. The message of hope is such a needed commodity in this uh, fearful world. So that is really the, the starting point of the story. Now, I understood early in life that, you know, I am so limited. I'm, I'm, I'm so very aware of the limitations that I have, but I'm also aware of the uh, unlimited capacity of the God that I know. So for me, I'm a Christian, uh, you know, God changed my life. And I knew, I, I know that God is all powerful, all you know, omniscient, omnipotent. So what happens is that when a guy, when, when a guy with limited skills like me get in touch with an unlimited, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, all powerful God, I know the capacity to dream. So what happened with me in my life, touching a young person like me and through me, the family getting touched, I said, I got to take this message. I want to be in business, but I said, I want to be in the people business. I want to take this message of hope and take it to as many number of people uh, around the world. So all that you're seeing right now, we started dreaming it, sitting with some of my friends in 2005, 2003, thinking and dreaming about filling stadiums, uh, reaching people. Even in sitting in Savannah, we're thinking about reaching the world. And we used to brag about the fact that we'll be catching up in airports and we'll be catching up in different parts of the world. Lo and behold, that's what's happening right now. This message of hope that is taken from this small city now is going to 180 cities. 2.5 million young people have encountered the message of hope Young people who are going through depression, who are going through anxiety, uh, or, you know, who are attempting or about to attempt suicide, they somehow get this message of hope through our initiatives and their lives are changed just like Matthew. So that's been the story. And, and, and the other element is that I started dreaming big dreams, right? When you have an encounter with, with this God, I understand that, you know, I can dream big dreams. So, you know, we call forth, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't put a lim limit on what God can do through anybody's life. So that's a, a bit of the story here. Then I moved in from, you know, from, uh, I was in Trivandrum for, uh, for a while and then from there for about five years. Then from there, I moved to the capital of uh, uh, New Delhi, which is the largest, uh, uh, you know, which is the, uh, the hub, the capital of the largest democratic country in the world. And everything of India is controlled in New, uh, in New Delhi. And then from New Delhi, for being there for 10 years, uh, you know, uh, we, we felt like we should move further. And that's how we came to New York. And here we are right now in New York, the most influential city in the world, and dreaming of taking this message to 500 cities and 25 million youth in the next uh, 10 years. Wow, that's that's just phenomenal. That's just exponential. I mean, because yeah. that is actually pretty, that's pretty huge. I mean, so from a guy who, who started from Trivandrum City or a small town that most people have not even heard of maybe in, in half the world, from starting from there to going to New Delhi, from there to New York. And I believe like this is going to be, the, I mean, after New York, there's going to be somewhere, some new place that God is going to take you again. Oh. Well, yeah, it's up to God again. But yeah, I believe we, that. We have moon and Mars, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I'm 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 praying and I'm hoping that you guys will get there as well. So yeah, that's how uh, Live Jam accommodated the change. So always think big, right? So from 2005 when you guys started, so it's always think big, dream big, and there's nothing else. So so you guys never put a limit to your mission uh, or to your vision or your mission, right? That's right. Think, dream big, but never estimate what God can do through a one person's life. Like I'm, I'm looking at Matthew right now. I never, you know, I never knew the whole story until this morning. That you know, God really touched. He was among the hundreds and thousands of kids that were sitting in front of us during that whole week. But you never knew. That's why I said you can count the number of seeds in an apple, but you can never count the number of apples that will come out of a seed. So keep sowing the seeds of hope and message of freedom to as many number of people. Awesome. So moving on to our next question. So starting Live Jam in 2005. So a time in social media. So I think Facebook was started in 2004 and okay. you know uh, in 2005 a uh, time was social media and networking were just like a cocoon and not even being developed. So no most people never looked at it. I think maybe people I think we had Orkut at that time. That's what I the best I can remember. And other than that I don't remember anything that happened. So how did you actually reach out to people? How were you able to deal with the challenges of a pre-social media and a pre-networking world? Uh, you know, I, I'll just tell you that, you know, we, I just looked at it a whole lot different because my thing was, what is, you know, we understood early in life that, you know, we can, uh, to reach more number of people, you got to go to where they are. Uh, most people out there in business, they're trying to get people to their doorstep, but if you don't reach them where they are, you will never be able to impact their life or connect with them or develop a, a bridge or a connection with them. So what we did was when we looked at social media and we said, wow, this is an amazing tool that we have in front of us. Uh, you know, whatever, wherever young people are, we want to go there. So we looked at it and says, awkward. All right, let's go Facebook. Let's go Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Insta stories, reels, whatever, YouTube, wherever people are, we want to go to where the, where the young people are. So we just looked at it from a very entrepreneurial capacity, uh, you know, and, and then we just stepped out into that. So we use technology to the max and probably we're going to go all out like, like an initiative that I'm just going to be part of uh, in the next week. We are looking at reaching 20 million uh, young people uh, on just that one broadcast with some, a lot of other speakers and entertainers. And then we did some initiatives in the last, early this year, our footprints are, on our eight month mark was uh, two, 370 million footprints around the world uh, through eight television channels, uh, social media, uh, YouTube, all of those pieces. Wow, that's that's just, you know, again, exponential. I mean, see what, what the vision all that is happening. All that is happening in the middle of this pandemic. So I want you to know that, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing can stop your dream. Nothing can stop yeah. you from dreaming. So dream big. Exactly. So I think uh, you you guys actually uh, outsourced the resources that you guys actually had and you exploited what you guys had uh, at that time, even though it was a pre-social media networking world. I mean, today, everybody... We, we were giving away stickers, uh, you know, uh, with, our, with our website on. Like, you know, we had scratch codes uh, that we would give us scratch cards to hundreds and thousands. Like, imagine 
a hundred thousand kids go in front of us in person, not on social media, just in person in front of us. So we used to give away these scratch cards even before people were savvy about stuff online. I felt that sometimes we were ahead of the game that, you know, that we didn't have the kind of traction that we wanted. We were giving away CDs that they could just play with videos and interactive content. And then we moved it online, or moved it onto the cloud. So you just got to keep changing. If you stop, uh, you know, if you stop changing, if you stop uh, innovating, you're going to die. Wow, that's. I mean, that actually that is actually true. I mean, uh, I think there's there's this very very well known quote that uh, an imperfect plan executed now is better than a per- perfect plan executed never. So yes. I think you guys just went out with start today, start now, start today. Yeah. So all those who are listening to us, so if you guys have an idea or a dream or anything that actually might you think that might be a change to this world, so start now, start planning now. Don't just plan. But I think what Bonnie Andrews is actually cha- saying is do the action part, do 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 the do the verb part, do the doing thing rather than just the planning. So I got to I got to say you got to start with the plan. I'm telling you, you got to start with the plan. I'm saying like you know. Uh, uh, if if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. Right. You got to have a plan. You got to have a vision, and you got to start telling people about it. Not everybody, but you got to find that little team. I remember talking to a few people in uh, you know early as 2000, maybe 2001, 2002, sitting in a car porch with some of my friends, just talking about this thing. You know, and I'm telling you, words have got power. Uh, you know, in the Bible that I read that says, you know, you know, death and life is in the power of the tongue. So what do you speak? you know, gets activated. It reaches people and they talked about, t- talk about this someone else. So finally you have, find a dream, dream team. And somebody said, if you find your people, you find your destiny. Wow. So keep sharing the dream, find the dream team and get started. And I, I, and I keep saying dream big, start small and move fast. Dream big, start That's small cool. and move fast because we don't have time to waste. <laughs> That's awesome. So- it's money. <laughs> well, that is actually true what he just said. So yeah, to all those guys there, again, dream big, start small, move fast. So that's actually your mantra for this day, for, for the coming weeks. So moving on. Uh, so we've seen uh, in, these, in these recent days, especially during this pandemic days, uh, a lot of leadership conferences were emerging. A lot of people were talking so much about leadership. And I think one of the major questions that most people actually had I mean, actually have, or I mean, the youth actually have, how does one identify the gift of leadership and how does one cultivate the gift in the long run? Because, I mean, we are in a pandemic situation and we are not having actually a a great, a a great, you know, a great social interaction. Everything is webinar, everything is through Zoom or everything is through WebEx and things like that. So even though in the midst of this, how does one identify his or her leadership and how does one cultivate, cultivate the same gift? Well, my leadership guru, John Maxwell, says leadership is about influence, nothing more, nothing less. So when you know that you have the power to influence people, I believe that everybody out there is a leader. But leadership has different capacities. But I'm saying you know that you are a leader when you know that you have followers. Just just telling everybody that you're a leader and when you look back, there's nobody else following you. Well, you've got to check yourself. But uh, I want to say leadership is all about influence, number one. Number two, nothing is going to stop you from investing into your own life. You know, uh, I'm telling you, nobody is as passionate about investing into your life as yourself. Okay, so I'm telling you, every time that there is a uh, uh, you know opportunity for you to invest in your leadership, go to a conference, read books. Leaders are readers. Don't forget that. Leaders are readers. You got to read. 
you know, uh, tell me what you're reading at this point. Uh, you, tell me what you're watching. Maybe you're not, a, you're not a book guy. Get on Kindle. You know, get on get on Audible. I mean, maybe watch YouTube's. I mean, I'm constantly watching interviews. I'm I'm a I'm an interview buff because I believe stories stick in my mind uh, far quicker than a ten point uh, message or ten point PowerPoint. So I keep inspiring myself with people who have a higher dreaming capacity. Uh, a higher, uh, uh, you know, leadership quotient, constantly invest in conferences. I'm, I'm at some point or the other going through different courses, reading through different books. I'm right now part of two or three cohort programs that I'm constantly pushing the lid because I'm telling you the pace of the leader is the pace of the team, right? Yeah. I can't take my team to a place that I haven't been myself, right? I can read as many number of books, but I'm telling you, I cannot take the team to a place that I haven't been myself. So uh, that is really the bottom line. All right. So that's about leadership. And that's, that was Bonnie Andrews about leadership. So uh, and here's the next question. Is there something, I mean, most leaders think like, or most entrepreneurs think uh, I should have done things differently, or I should have done something different over the past years. So is there anything that you think you should have done differently over the past 15 years or over your ventures? Well, I would have, I should have done more things. I, I always feel like, you know, I haven't, uh, uh, rephrase that question for me, uh, Matthew, one more time. Okay, so is there something that you believe that you should have done differently over the years with your ventures? Uh, in some ways, yes. Some ways, no. In some ways, I feel like God has, uh, you know, because uh, you know, because of my faith, I believe that every step of mine has been really ordained by the Lord. God has given me the gifting to step out. But in some of the ways, I feel like, you know, we should have gone digital far quicker, uh, far earlier. At some point, we were ahead of the curve. And then we looked at the results and like the people were not, you know, we were, we were really, you know, in front of the game that they were not really catching up. But then we kind of slowed down and we feel like now we are catching up on the big wave uh, of digital. So I felt like, you know, we should have gone quicker, stepped out in the digital far quicker and exponential uh, way than before. But right now I feel like all our products are hot. All our initiatives are touching hundreds and literally thousands of people around the world. Uh, and, and uh, you know, so I'm saying like, the, the only thing I want to keep reminding myself is I, I cannot uh, stop innovating. I cannot. I, I keep telling people, comfort zone is dead zone, right? If you're in a comfort zone, nothing grows there, my friend. So if you're comfortable enjoying your nice house, enjoy, enjoying your job, enjoying all of that stuff, sometimes, you know, hard things come. Right now, people are getting laid off left, right, center, but that's not going to stop you. Yesterday, uh, uh, you had a job, but today I would say you should become an entrepreneur, right? Uh, you know, uh, so uh, I would just say that, you know, keep innovating, keep changing, keep moving forward. Don't keep looking backward and running. I see a lot of people looking at the competition and, you know, looking back and running. I'm saying keep running forward. Uh, keep looking forward and keep running forward. That's important. So I think you, what you actually mean to say is keep upgrading yourself, right? Even though you're innovating, even though if it's like keep, you are a backstab. Well, you, you made some mistakes, man. Tell me who has not made mistakes. But I'm telling you, uh, you've made mistakes because you've attempted to do something. Exactly. Forget the guy who's sitting in the gallery and trying to, uh, you know, critique you. I don't really care about those people. I, I want to be, and tell me about the people that you're hanging out with. Find those right people. If you want to be an eagle, you've got to fly with eagles. So I'm always trying to catch up and hang out with people. Like right now, some of the people that I hang out with are like in their 65s. They're almost finished a major part of their life, they're like in CEO, president roles. Uh, I, I'm constantly hanging out with those kind of people because that's where I want to be. 
right? If I, that doesn't mean that I keep in influencing other people. I keep, you know, I, I find time for people, whoever wants to talk to me, but I have to hang out with people who are far greater in their capacity to inspire me and to learn quicker because of the mistakes that they've done. And if you develop a relationship, right, you're able to learn quicker, far greater from those kind of people. Wow, that's exactly true. I mean, uh, I think your calling cannot, I think this is when one famous quote says, your calling cannot be, uh, uh, cannot, cannot be committed from your comfort zone. So I think you That's need to great. step out from uh, from that circle that is actually, you know, giving you all the comfort. And sometimes you may, you need, if you need to think big, you need to get out of your comfort zone. That's right. I, I mean, see, I, I want to I wanna appreciate Matthew because he just reached out to me. I'm telling you, sometimes you feel like, oh my goodness, what will he think? I don't really know him, whatever. You know, and if you would have stopped doing that, now this broadcast wouldn't have gone out. So never hesitate to ask people for a cup of coffee. Never hesitate to ask people for questions. Never be hesitate from, you know, you know, stop doing the selfie thing. Selfie is not going to take you anywhere, right? <laughs> uh, you cannot stop at selfie. The selfie should, should be the starting point of a conversation where you can ask questions. Ask them by saying that they like you. Then you say, can I have coffee with you next time you're here? Maybe can we have a conversation uh, once in three months? They're like, oh, man, that's no problem. You know, from three months, it will go down to one month. And now you know that you have a coaching or a mentoring relationship with these people. So, you know, I am unashamed about asking people for things. If you don't ask leaders, make the big ask. If you don't ask, you don't receive. Wow, that is exactly true. I mean, that is, I mean, yeah, because even though I was like, I was pretty hesitant to actually approach you in the beginning. So I was like, okay, I mean, is that, is it going to be directly? I mean, so I actually asked my mentor, Jason. So, I mean, he said like, no, you go ahead and ask him. So I was like, okay, fine. Yeah, I'm going to ask him. So I just prayed about it. And I was like, yeah, hey, uh, this it. is Matthew. So I just, I just went ahead and asked him. And so, I mean, that is, that is one of the main reasons, like so many people are going to be influenced by your message, by what you actually did and by That's what right. God did through you is going to be inspired through even more people around this world. I mean, around, around our community. That's right. The vision is always going to be bigger than the visionary, right? Wow. Yeah. Your vision is always going to be bigger than your, uh, than your friends on your speed dial list. You know, back in the day, in, in, from where we come from, every young guy wanted to get married to a rich girl, you know, because they thought that their life is going to be set, you know, because you have a great start. We have, a, you know, going to get some dowry. But all those people don't know what that, that is about. It's very cultural where the girl side of the family has to give a, a big sum of money, property, whatever that is, you know, it's not inheritance. It's actually something that you demand. Uh, uh, but I knew that no father-in-law can pay for the dreams that I have. So nobody that I knew could pay for it. I'm looking at the speed that I cannot. So what I'm, I'm doing it because of the vision, I'm so consumed by the vision. I'm always going out and asking people. I'm always trying to meet people. Uh, uh, and I meet the right people. Sometimes, you know, that's what I say. I pray in the morning and say, God, lead me to the right people. Uh, because, you know, the wrong people can suck the juice out of you, waste time. Why? I used to be in a season where I used to be, you know, throwing business cards everywhere and trying to meet people. Then I'm like, oh, I'm right now in the season where I'm feeling, God, lead me to the right people. So, and I said, God, I don't want to be busy, but I want to be fruitful. So my calendars have got room for my family. My calendars have got room for people. Uh, but I still keep meeting up with the right people because I made that prayer. God, I don't want to be busy, but I want to be fruitful. Wow, that's that's something that is very inspirational. I mean, I think like people actually need a vision. I mean, because uh, uh, a man without a vision perishes. Uh, the, uh, vision is your future. If you do not have a vision, you don't have a future. Wow. I mean, I think I'm reminded by one of the stories that I actually read a, a few uh, a few years back in this particular book called uh, The Principles of Power and Vision by Dr. Yes. Miles Monroe. And yes. I was seeing the story, I was reading the story about Walt Disney. 
and uh, yeah. Walt Disney was staring at a uh, at a mountain and one of his employee comes and asks him okay what are you looking at i'm like okay i'm going to i see a new ride over there and wow. uh, the employee says like you know no i'm not seeing anything that's just a mountain walt disney there's nothing there but walt disney actually i mean walt disney actually died before that ride actually came to place but still <laughs> that vision was he saw it to completion rather than before his employees or the ones with him so his vision was executed in the long run by his by his by the people who were with him so i think vision is like more like where you want to be where you see where you want to be and i think that is one of the main things that life jam has because life jam has a a a, a broad a, a broad blueprint about what they what they want their future to be and i think like you guys have this 25 million uh, you guys want to um, you know influence 25 million youth by the year 2030 right I think we're going to rewrite that very shortly because you know with some of our initiatives right now we are reaching out to so many more people than we thought it would be but we want to really impact you know I'm probably thinking we're going to rewrite it but at this point it's 500 cities we're in about 180 but I believe that New York is such a positional see you know every city that you're part of it really matters when I was in Trivandrum we were in about three cities you know when I came to New Delhi we moved to 180 cities on a global scope because every city has got power positioning is very important where you are is important people say people might differ with my thought but when i came to new york new york is a modern day rome right and it has got the capacity i don't have to go looking out for nations there around us over 800 languages are being just spoken in new york city if i go to subway 48% of the people are speaking another language so i don't have to keep looking out for initiatives and looking out for nations that are already here uh, so Uh, I'm on an initiative right now called United Nations. We're going to gather a hundred nations by next Easter, right here in New York City, uh, and put an initiative together, bring people together. So I'm saying, like, we're we're all over the place. Yeah, keep keep, you know, vision is your future. Yeah, I think because you are positioned in New York, New York is like uh, it's like one of the greatest cities on the planet Earth, and it's also also one of the largest cities in the world as well. And it's uh, more than that; it is a fusion of cultures. I mean, you you want an Indian, you want an you want you want an Italian, you want an you you want a Malaysian, Australian. That's I mean, a, a, any country you can find it over in New York, and that is one of that's the. Where, that, that's where they have the United Nations here. it is a fashion capital you talk about out of the hundreds and thousands of brands there maybe two or three are in paris everything else all of my favorite brands are out of new york city uh, it is the financial hub it is the united nations are here by the way i disciple a lot of leaders inside the united nations on a weekly basis so i have an access in, into the united nations where talking to diplomats in fact after this i have jump, jumping in a call talking to a diplomat uh, so i'm saying we are constantly in touch this is really the most influential arguably the most influential city finance business capital entertainment you know madison square garden is right here my dream is soon to fill madison square garden is right in zip code number 1 and we want to fill that so i want to invite you for that matthew oh yeah sure i'll i'll book my tickets right away So. <laughs> all right so that's that's that, that that's bonnie andrews sharing about his vision and how his vision from uh, trivandrum from to new delhi to new york and now that has been an exponential and how he actually had this vision to set apart to influence 25 million by the year 2030 and now he's planning to expand it i mean that is exactly vision and to the people who are listening to us right now that is how you expand your vision and that's how you improvise with each step that's how you move fast even though you 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 start small or you dream big but you move fast and you ex- expand your vision and so uh, here's one uh, here's one more question that i have for you what is so there are there are, i have seen in in this recent times especially from the pandemics it's the pandemic hit and since we all went into lockdown and work from home phase 
a lot of people has come up with a lot of creative initiatives i mean i have seen there's this particular friend of mine who actually it was actually based in the city of cochin who actually started doing fancy cakes so it's actually uh, so all she does is she cooks it from her home she does fancy cakes and there are some other people who are actually here too who i said have done diff- things differently and you know they all have this particular vision and what is the one message that you want to tell someone who has a vision and who's actually doing something differently right now don't waste a good crisis it's it's by winston winston church one of my favorite quotes in this season is don't waste a good crisis a crisis for somebody is an opportunity for you so step into that opportunity stop looking down start looking up look at the opportunities and say that hey there is an opportunity right there so in the middle of this pandemic uh, uh domestic violence has gone almost by you know it's it's doubled right uh, depression rates are doubled uh people are hopeless more than ever before so we started this initiative called here to here which is an online chat mechanism you can go to this web website called i am here to hear dot here h e r e to h e a r here to hear dot o r g it's an online chat mechanism where people i mean i'm i'm getting notified like hundreds of people every day are going to that website and there are chat agents volunteers available at the at the end to chat with you because 80% of the people are depressed when they go to a psychiatrist or a, or a counselor they want somebody to listen to them and less than 20% actually need medical help so what we have done is we've created a chat platform we also created this training program that anybody anybody right you don't have to be professional anybody can be trained to become a listener because you're going to be around people and you're going to be taught the art of listening so that when you're around people you're going to listen to them and you're going to lead them to change and hope so that's been something that we've been doing we're literally touching hundreds and thousands of people at this point because of this particular initiative called i'm here to hear that's really come out of this pandemic the other one was the uh, the new york blessing bringing in 100 churches 125 voices eight languages out of new york city right in the middle of pandemic out of new york which was the covid hub 600 people dying every day right that was the that was the context of when this when this song came out and now it's reached over uh, a half a million people uh, some of the most influential people uh, in the christian world in, uh, in 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 the us franklin graham son of uh, billy graham shared it personally endorsed and shared it 25000 shares just because of one post christianity today and bc a lot of these people have done interviews and put it on their mediums and talked about this initiative but all that happened in the middle of a pandemic where i was getting on a ferry and for me because of i'm i'm a christian i, I was praying over i'm looking at the greatest city on the face of planet earth shut down i'm in new york city shut down and i've been i'm praying over that city and this idea came and i i did it in the middle of this pandemic i also partnered and and uh, uh uh you know i got an opportunity to sing with uh you know uh, uh, really one of the most influential women in africa kosina she wrote the song called waymaker it's about 500 million views uh it's probably one of the most amazing songs it was billboard number top top 10 charts for many weeks in in america and we partnered on a song together called always win and that's reached about another ha- half a million people and a new album is coming out she's the most she's rated as the top 100 influential women in africa so all these in the middle of this lockdown when i'm saying god i got to still reach more people there's opportunity out there god keeps throwing in those opportunities wow i mean that is that's amazing i mean i heard of the new york blessing and i also heard of this uh, the, the 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 one that you had with sinash about the song and i i actually oh. saw that it was actually it, it was actually beautiful i mean the things that you actually did and all the started i mean the 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 greatest part is all the started back in 2000s 
from a guy who actually had a vision and from uh, over the years over the over the you know, over this two decades god actually broadened your vision and actually made you do do things bigger and i think that is what uh, our generation needs especially my generation where we are actually uh, we are we are so sick we are always so so sick to us our instagram feed or facebook feed and we are all the time over, over that and i think we need to start to think big and most people actually have this issue and we are all like we are all content with what we want and we stick we tend to stick into our comfort zones but rather i think we we need to think big and i think that is what bonnie antos was telling and his story is actually one is actually a great one because it all started in the 2000s when when there was no facebook no instagram or no iphone or no samsung s20 s10 nothing and when everything was starting i mean when we used to have the nokia 3310 the old one right. and we used to play the snake games when in that when we had a nokia 3310 i used to send independent messages to people okay wow. one by one one by one sending messages and all those people that i send messages to they are doing so well their lives have been transformed so whatever you have don't tell me that i wish i had something else you know when we started off we had a laptop that screen was you know falling up and down you know i had to put a book at the back it was somebody's handed over laptop that's all we had okay uh, uh, you know so don't don't say i wish i had more no do with there's enough in your hands today to start off okay uh, if it's your phone you have the greatest you know we 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 have some of the best mechanisms in our hand right now it's more powerful than some of those computers out there whatever you have in your hand get started get started yeah. i'm telling you for me i knew exactly what my limitations are but my faith in my uh, my savior jesus made me feel that i can do all things through christ the bible says so i felt like man nothing's going to stop me nothing's going to pull me down but there are moments that i feel discouraged there are moments that i and that's when you need people I, i'm married to uh, you know the most amazing person in the world so one will chase thousand two will chase thousand people that god brings in your life to encourage yourself to believe in yourself to keep moving forward and my faith has played a huge role for so all those young people listen to me start dreaming big dreams because we serve a big god don't look at your limitations and limit yourself and start looking down start looking up and start running all right because nothing is going to happen with you sitting on that bed and looking at the screen i'm telling you many times i've deleted the instagram app i've deleted the facebook app because it's sucking the time out of my life with nothing it's not it's not helping me in any way but just taking time away from my life taking quality time from my family so i've deleted sometimes i've even told my wife to change the password so i don't even have to go back again so i'm i'm just trying to say that you got to be creative you got to be disciplined you know and you got to start running you got to start moving start sharing the vision thousands of people are waiting to be touched because of one thing that you're about to do start today wow that that is that is inspirational that is so much uh, you know it's actually pump it's got me all pumped up so i'm like okay that that is like that's it, bro. i mean that's it. that's it i mean that, that that's the vision that's the vision of barney andrews that's the vision of life jam that's the vision of transform cities and you know that this, you just heard the man and the one who actually brought so much change into the in, into our world and he's been spe- speaking to a global audience to many through many locations in the world to many cities to many countries and how god has used this particular man of god it's truly amazing the vision that god has given and the vision that he he actually said he, he what he actually said he, how he started the live stream 
on a laptop with just balancing his book i mean he exploited his resources even though i mean most times if it's if it's any of us or if it's even me i would actually okay like uh, i need a new laptop so the first thing that i would go is like okay check what is the next best option but rather he actually went there and he actually said okay how can i use this particular option and the perspective that he had about how to work things out and that is what amuses me that's what amazes me and that is the story of bonnie andrews so you thank you so much bonnie andrews for your here this session because I, this was this is majestic and this is truly this is truly i, I don't have words to describe this is a great session. start for your podcast all i can say is this is a great start for your podcast you're starting off uh, you got you got to take it up right now yeah you're inspiring people to dream you're inspiring people to believe in the dream giver right which is god himself and you keep running keep focusing keep moving wow. forward thank you so much i i will definitely tell that to my team also we have a team working together for this like a, a six of us so um we're di- doing different stuff so one of them do content ed- editing some of them do the audio audio part some of them do the posters and all those things so i do have a team with them so i will definitely yes. share this vision with them yeah they were all excited i mean when i told them like okay the first uh, so like i i actually told them like in uh, i got my team around last month in august 15 so i got them together and i told them like okay this is what i want to do and they were like okay who are you planning so i was like okay i think i'll take bonnie andrews so they were like okay yeah that's that's pretty cool so uh, i mean so for a while like uh, for uh, and after like when i told them like okay we have bonnie andrews so we are recording to today i told them yesterday evening and they were like that is so awesome they were they were more pumped up than me because when when they knew that you were ready so yes that is actually so ladies yeah, partner, and partner partner with us partner with what we're doing back home we are literally taking young people from the pit of hell and taking them to heaven so let's partner together let's work together to bring heaven on earth sure so if you guys want to check out about live jam bonnie andrews or here to here or transform cities all the links will be posted in the podcast description so the episode description so go ahead and check that out or you can also check us out on instagram where we'll be tagging all these all all these uh ventures of bonnie andrews and himself so make sure yeah, you guys go ahead and check it out and if, if you right. see that the- you can volunteer you can volunteer with us you can financially partner with us because everything that we do needs resources to reach more young people you can partner with us fi- financially we're a non-profit so you get all the benefits of you know putting donations in every any, any part of the world uh, and on top of that you can volunteer with us come and see what we're doing in new york come and see what we're doing in different parts of the world in india and be a part of what god is doing Well wow, that's yes so you guys heard the man so make sure that if you, if there's anybody who you feel like is facing depression or if, mental issues or mental health or having a mental breakdown do share the pages with them so it might be a breakthrough in their life as well so please.org i am here to hear.org yeah the link will be put up in the podcast episode description so make sure you guys check it out so that was bonnie andrews thank you so much bonnie andrews once again for giving that power pumped session uh, to which actually helped us inspire more dream more actually and do things more so thank you so much and that was god amazing bless. yeah god bless you too as well and to all those live you guys loud. live out loud, loud. <laughs> yeah so yeah he just changed uh, the description of lol from laugh out loud to live out loud so lol <laughs> so no no longer means laugh out loud it's always going to be live out loud so guys thank you so much for listening thank you so much bonnie andrews once again and we hope that this is going to inspire you this session this episode whoever is listening to us and we hope that if you you follow your passion you follow your dream you follow your vision and if you actually if you actually come up with it, if you have any if you if you see have some hurdles on the way 
do not hesitate to reach out as our information is given in the description as well so thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for more episodes and we're going to feature more more and more people in these days and thank you so much once again and have a great day have a great week ahead god bless bye bye